Have you ever dreamed of becoming an interior designer? You don't want to go back to university, you don't want to work for a large firm, but you just don't know how to get started. You want flexibility, you want to pursue your passion, and you want to make income. Well, you should definitely check out the Uploft Interior Design Academy. It's my proprietary program that I've used internally for years and have made available to the public. Not only do you get video modules that you can take at your own pace, but you also get one-on-one coaching sessions with me, group coaching sessions with our Facebook group of Academy students, and so much more. If you're interested, Get more information and sign up for an exploratory call with me at affordableinteriordesign.com slash academy. Once again, that's affordableinteriordesign.com slash academy. It's time to start living the life of your dreams. high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer this is affordable interior design the podcast here's your host betsy Hellman. wow it feels like forever since it's just been you and me here on the podcast answering questions talking to each other versus me interviewing a guest or you listening to a best of episode. I really appreciate your patience while I have been uh, otherwise occupied. Let me tell you what I've been up to. Uh, So I did a few best of episodes, which as you know, if you're a regular listener, is not really like me. I'm always on the airways talking to you guys and answering your questions. Well, I've been really sick. And you're like, Betsy, sick, sick for five weeks? And the answer is yes, sick for more than five weeks. And luckily, guys, it is nothing negative, I guess I would say. But uh, but I am pregnant and I get really sick my first trimester. Like, like I'm on the tilt-a-whirl 24-7 sick. I wouldn't even call it morning sickness because the morning is when I really feel the best when I wake up and I'm lying in bed and I haven't been feeling sick because I've been asleep. And so I get like one or two good hours uh, before the tilt-a-whirl starts all over again. And either I'm just totally sick or I'm sleeping. (laughs) So luckily, I am in my second trimester now and I am feeling so much better. I'm not 100% but I am so much better. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for continuing to listen. I hope that the best of was either new to you or something that you loved to listen to again. Because I have some podcasts that I love, like Dear Sugar Radio, that are no longer on the air, but every week I listen to their repeats because I just can't get enough of them. And I hope that I mean that to you and that you found value in the episodes that we shared. Well, I'm back. I'm back and I have all sorts of new episodes for you. I'm going to be digging in the mailbag and answering your questions and everything is going to be back to normal, sort of. (laughs) Uh, I am uh, still grappling 
with the emotional news of being pregnant, even though I'm no longer grappling every day with the physical symptoms. So I am going through it in terms of highs and lows. Um, I've had lots of positive experiences, pregnancies, which resulted in my two kids who are 10 and 12 now. But I've also had lots of negative experiences with pregnancies, I think one of which I've shared with you guys on the podcast, um, and a couple more that I don't know if I shared, but they were miscarriages or lost babies. And so I know that sharing this news or having conflicting emotions about this news is just something that I want to be keenly aware of when I'm talking about it because... I also haven't wanted to talk about my pregnancy, even if I could have, even if I could have sat in this chair and not hunched over and felt like I was going to vomit on myself. I didn't want to share the news with even my children or my mom or my friends until I knew how I felt about it because I have a lot of conflicting emotions. I am not a spring chicken and this was not exactly what I had planned and, you know, whatever. Life happens, good stuff happens, bad stuff happens, and um, I'm just accepting and rolling with it. So I just want to acknowledge that this might bring up things for you guys depending on your journey, and I just want to be cognizant of that. You know, I was sharing with my neighbor because I've been really sick and, you know, it's hard to hide it from people who are physically in your life. So I was telling my neighbor what was wrong with me, and I was telling her that when I share the news, even though it's been rare so far, I kind of cloak it in all these apologies or question marks or just vagaries because I don't know how other people are going to feel about their journey. I don't know how I feel about my journey. I don't know what's going to happen with this pregnancy. I've lost one late in the term. Um, So I just like to be really sensitive. And she said, but Betsy, by being so sensitive, by being so worried about your emotional health and the people's emotional health that you're telling are you kind of losing the joy of sharing the announcement? Uh, And yes, yes I am. But, um, But I'll try and feel some of that too. So there we go, guys. Just just a mixed bag of news. And at the end of the episode today, I'll be sharing with you the gender. Just so that we get a little gender reveal party right here. Okay, so I'll save that for the end. Now, I want to just talk about something. While I've been off the air, you guys have not been sending me questions. I need questions for future episodes. So please send them in. All you have to do is go over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast. Once again, that's affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast. There's a form there that you just click and fill out. It comes right to me and I'll answer your question or query on an upcoming show. One other thing I wanted to quickly talk about before I get into today's questions is about a review that I received. So in my stupor, in my feeling sick, sometimes I hop over to iTunes and check out my reviews because that might make me feel a little bit better. And there was a review. You know, of course, there's like hundreds of positive ones and I'm so grateful for them. And that's why I go over there to read good news and feel good. But there was a review that I want to talk about, which was negative. And, you know, I've gotten negative reviews before. No big whoop. 
But this one um, I wanted to quickly address, even though I'm not going to read it. And I only just skimmed it once, but you know how that stuff kind of sticks to you. But I only skimmed it once really quickly. And then I just was like, "Mm, put a pin in that. Let's talk about that on the show. So now I'm back and I'm ready to talk about it. So somebody had written, they were, I can't even remember exactly what they said, but they were referencing the fact that back in my episodes before the best of, I was talking about how I'm in sort of a weird place designing my own home and how picking up furniture and buying new things has gone from exciting and invigorating and like this brand new kind of fresh blank slate to downright depressing. And I'm just too blue and too lost and overwhelmed to even care about picking up furniture for my own space. And then I just couldn't drum up any enthusiasm for it. And this person was saying, depressed about furniture? That is so lame. Get over it. Something to that effect. And I just wanted to say, is it lame to be depressed about furniture? Maybe. I mean, there's so much going on in the world, things that we should legit be depressed about, right? From school shootings to the earthquake in Turkey to what's going on in Ukraine, all these different things. But just because there's a lot of other things to be even more depressed about doesn't mean that I can't share my feelings about what's going on with me personally. And it doesn't make the things that are going on with me personally less impactful to me. So do I think it's silly to be depressed about having to pick up furniture? Maybe. Do I think it's silly to be depressed about being unexpectedly pregnant at a time when I wasn't really hoping for it, even though I've hoped for it many times in the past? Maybe. Do I know that there's lots of other people who have lots of other problems or who would pay to have these problems of being, you know, depressed about buying new furniture, depressed about having a baby at a time when they weren't quite feeling up for it? Yes, of course. But this is just my reality, and I'm sharing it with you guys because for some of you guys, it will resonate. And for some of you guys, it will make sense or maybe even make you feel better about your own circumstance, or you can just kind of tap into my humanity and glimpse the world through my eyes for a minute. Am I going to stay depressed about furniture or about this baby? Hopefully not. But I also don't want to be inauthentic with you guys when I'm sharing. And I don't want to have to come on the podcast, which is all about furniture and pretty things, and pretend like nothing else is going on for me. Because my favorite podcasts are the ones where the hosts reveal a little bit about themselves and, more importantly, are just real. Like, if I wanted to look at pretty pillows and hear people talk about beautiful home furnishings, there's a 16,000 YouTube clips I could go see that would give me that up, 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 no problems, all patterns feeling. But if you want to get real about interior design and maybe even about life, come over here and I'll just tell you what I'm going through. And I'll keep in mind that this is in the context of a larger world with much bigger problems. But that doesn't invalidate my human experience, nor does it invalidate yours. So all the more reason to write me with your questions. I am not judging you. I understand if you're depressed about furniture, pregnancies, 
coffee tables, throw pillows, clutter, not feeling excited about having your family over because you're not proud of your space. I understand all of this and so much more. And that's what I love about you know, sharing with you guys and having negative experiences is, you know, the best thing that came from my really negative experience with my pregnancy or, you know, life's lows is that it's made me a much more empathetic person who has so many more layers of understanding when someone comes to me with their problems, uh, including struggling with my own home. It gives me so much more empathy for people who come to me and are struggling when I've also gone through a similar situation. There we go, guys. No judgment, just answers, and um, just sharing the journey. All right, let's talk about your journeys because I do have some great questions that have come in the mailbag, and one feels particularly apropos. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. So this one comes all the way from Wilmington, North Carolina. Taylor is writing me and she says, Hi, Betsy. I'm currently designing a nursery for my daughter who will be here in August. The theme is floral nature. I've decided to go with a somewhat neutral wall color. It's cream, but it has a hint of peach in it. So with the afternoon light, when it hits the room, it feels very warm and cozy. I want to play off the peach in that wall color and also use sage and navy as well as other colors. I'm having a difficult time deciding on a rug color that will be a good fit for this room. I was thinking about going with a peach colored rug to really highlight that wall color, but I'm not having luck finding one that I like. Would it be best to find one that has all the colors in it? And if so, is it okay to use more of an abstract or even oriental print? Any recommendations as to the color palette and rug suggestions are most appreciated. Thank you so much. Well, Taylor, we're going back to basics here. When you're creating a color palette, when I'm creating a color palette, I do not do one arbitrarily. I don't tend to think of the color palette first. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but the thing I'm always looking for is that inspiration piece. Now, in the case of a nursery, the rug is a perfect inspiration piece. The definition of an inspiration piece at Affordable Interior Design is that it would have three Roy G. Biv colors or more, and it's going to be the thing, the prominent piece in the room from which you will derive the color palette for the entire room. You're going to pull three colors from that inspiration piece that has at least three, and those are going to be those color pops throughout the space. I do not recommend that you do a solid rug in a nursery because it's going to show every stain. If your kids are like mine, my past two kids were major projectile vomiters. Is that TMI? Oh, well, we passed TMI a long time ago on this show. So, you know, it's going to show the stains. It's going to show imperfections. You're going to have diaper blowouts. You're going to have all sorts of fun stuff on this rug. And this is ideally going to be the place where the baby plays a lot, maybe while you're in there reading a book or on the phone. So I highly recommend something with a pattern to camouflage some of those issues, which is the reason that in a nursery or even a living room or a family room or certainly a dining room, the rug is a perfect place to have that inspiration piece because it can have lots of colors in the pattern. I love like an oriental or Persian or just patterned rug that feels slightly more traditional in a nursery just because you can play with some of those softer lines and curves. 
Geometrics are fun too, but they can get a little severe. Um, and so if you've already determined that the color palette is peach, sage, and navy, then you're going to want to find a rug that includes those three colors, if not more, right? I would instead find a rug that you really love. Now, if these walls are cream, you don't really need to go for a peach. And I certainly wouldn't try and match the wall color because first of all, it's going to be a lot of the same tone in the room, but also the wall color is just a neutral. So the rug could really be that piece of textile artwork that's going to give the room some interest and help to break up the monotony of just a neutral wall color. It's so funny because the room that I'm going to use as my nursery, uh, which was my art room that I actually never got around to making art in. We moved in six months ago and things have just been a little nutty. Oh my gosh, it's been more than six months now. It's been eight months. Oh well. Uh, I'm in denial about lots of things, guys. Anyway, I never did any art in this room. We basically used it to fold laundry and store art supplies for future projects. But anyway, I'm going to change that into the nursery. And it also has cream walls. And it has a heavily patterned rug that's hot pink, yellow, navy, and light blue. I already have navy blackout drapes in there with this cute little metallic trellis pattern. And um, so I'm excited to turn this into the room. And of course, that's going to be the inspiration piece. And it's going to camouflage a myriad of issues. But you could also choose to do artwork and do like a two-tone rug. The thing that I would avoid is doing any sort of shag rug in there because it will shed a lot. It could trap allergens. Additionally, when the little one is crawling on it, uh, she might get fibers stuck to her hands that might have some drool on it or whatever. It just can be a hot mess real quick. So um, I would go for a lower pile rug. Uh, let's see what else, what else, what else? Uh, I think I've answered your questions regarding the rug in the nursery, but keep us posted. Let us know what you decide to do. I know when designing a nursery, there's a lot of questions and a lot of issues that might come up. You want to keep it baby friendly. You want all the pieces of art to be things that could fall and not hurt the baby. I personally love macrame. I personally love tapestries. There's all sorts of tips that I have. Um, so don't hesitate to write in with more questions, Taylor. And our babies will be due very close together. Mine is coming in September. I'm going to sign off for today because it's my first day back and I do have a little bit of mommy brain and um, I'm tired. Yeah, i got to build up my podcasting stamina. But guys, please do not forget to send in your questions because I love to answer them. Affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast. And now for the big reveal, drum roll please. Taylor, I wish you lived closer because I am also having a baby girl and we could have playdates. When I told my kids that I was having a baby the first night, they were furious. They wouldn't talk to me. They were so upset. They slammed their doors. We don't want this. What are you doing? You're ruining our lives. And then the very next day, my daughter came home and said, this is really exciting. I wish this baby was coming sooner. What type of baby is it? And I said, well, Eden, the gender is over there on the desk. You know, we could open the envelope um, or we could actually give the envelope to the neighbor and they could, you know, create a little reveal party for us with something that, you know, a popper that shows us the baby's gender or a cake where we cut it down the middle and inside is the baby's gender. And she's like, or 
we could just open that envelope right now. So she went over there, got the envelope, opened it right now, and it's a girl. So Taylor, congratulations on your girl coming in August. My girl's coming in September. And thank you guys so much for being listeners. I appreciate all your compassion, all your questions, all your interests. And I hope wherever you are in your journey, design-wise, baby-wise, whatever things look like, that you're doing well, staying strong, and, um, you know, keeping optimistic. Until next time. Bye. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.